The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Friday, May 6th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. A check-in on the gig economy as we are in the next phase of the pandemic. A rebound in travel has led Uber to post revenue at a 136% increase from pandemic lows. On the other side of things, companies like Instacart are having a tough time finding their footing as people are ordering less groceries to be delivered. Kellen Browning, tech reporter at the New York Times, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Kellen. Thanks for having me on. Well, let's talk about the gig economy and how it's been recovering or not doing so good since the uh, this kind of shift in the pandemic. You know, obviously a lot more people are going out and, and getting back to work and shopping and playing and doing everything that we tried to do before. And we have two stories of how this is shaping up. One has to do with Uber. Uh, you know, a rebound of travel has increased their revenue 136% from the low of the pandemic. And then Instacart, grocery delivery. This is actually taking a hit now that people are actually going back and, and doing that shopping for themselves. So, Kellen, let's start off with Uber. Tell us what's going on with them. They had $6.9 billion in revenue in the first quarter. Sure. Yeah, they are continuing to do better. I think during the height of the pandemic, when people were sheltering in place and not uh, going outside as much, not traveling as much, they saw a big hit to their mobility or, or riders business, just people going in UberXs. Uh, and now as the economy goes a little bit back to normal, people are emerging from their pandemic uh, isolation. They're seeing more rides, which obviously is, is good for their business. Uh, and even though uh, people are maybe uh, ordering food a little bit less and, and are able to go back to restaurants, they're still seeing good demand for their uh, restaurant delivery business. But, but really what we're seeing and where a lot of that revenue is being generated is from the ride business itself. Oh, how do we see the drivers faring for Uber? Because obviously right now we're going through this moment of high inflation. Gas prices are out of control right now. For them, it's always difficult to turn a profit when things are happening like this. I think Uber even started implementing a small fuel fee to riders to help out with this. So, so how are the drivers themselves doing? Yeah, it's a big topic right now. Uh, I've, I've talked to many drivers about this and written about the topic. Just gas prices for many have been sort of the last straw. And a lot of gig drivers, not just in Uber, but working for Lyft or DoorDash or other companies, have said for a long time it's been difficult to to make a, a living uh, having to pay for their own expenses uh, and doing this but having rising gas prices now making it even that much more difficult and, and some had staged protests some had said that they were gonna quit uh, driving for the platforms or cut back their hours to some extent 
But that being said, Uber has said that they are not having any issues with uh, supply of drivers. And like you said, they did institute a fuel surcharge to help drivers stay on the roads and, and, and continue making money. Uh, Lyft, though, did have a big issue. They reported this week um, that they were still struggling to get drivers to come back on to the platform. Uh, part of that is because of the gas prices. And part of it, uh, they said, was just because of uh, the Omicron surge. And when demand tails off, drivers leave. And when demand picks back up again quickly, it, it takes a little bit longer for drivers right. to come back. But they're really struggling there, Uber, a little bit less so. Yeah, you know, I have to say, as a consumer, I love these ride-sharing apps. Uh, you know, I lived in Hollywood, so it was especially easy to get around using these platforms. And when the pandemic hit, you know, obviously it took a hit, you can tell, but even as things started opening up, it was very slow. It was really hard to get drivers and cars for some time. So uh, it's good to see that the, they're rebounding. But now on the other side, Instacart, this is a grocery delivery business. So I know there's the food delivery from restaurants and everything. That's kind of a separate thing. Grocery deliveries where Instacart was their thing. They're uh, having a tough time really finding themselves after this. And, you know, I, I would have to say inflation probably has a lot to do with it here too, because people are more conscious of what they're buying and why would they pay a premium for delivery and, and groceries when, you know, they're trying to cut costs as they can already. So they're having a tough time coming back. Right. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense, right? When, like I said, when you're in the pandemic and everyone's sheltering in place, you're maybe not taking an Uber ride somewhere, but you might want to get someone to bring your groceries to you. And now we're seeing sort of the opposite effects, um, in particular, last, the second quarter or so of last calendar year. So right in the you know late spring, early summer, when people were starting to emerge from lockdown, that's when Instacart, uh, based on our reporting, uh, really started to see its sales slow down as people just decided to go back to grocery stores themselves. And we've seen a lot of, you know, quote unquote, pandemic winners, uh, companies that you know, the whole business model was based around catering to people that were stuck inside. We've seen a lot of those companies struggle as things have got back to normal. We've, we've looked at Peloton and Zoom and uh, Netflix and Instacart seems to be another one that is sort of, as we said in the story, searching for a direction. Basically, they, they say that right. things are good and that they have a plan in place, but it, there's certain, certainly uh, some uncertainty there. And a lot of these groups grocery businesses, you know, they'll set up their own warehouses with their own produce and whatnot so they can service their customers a lot faster. Instacart's not necessarily doing that. They're doubling down more on their partnerships, advertising and sharing analytics with their grocers to keep those relationships going that way. Right. And this is a very contentious issue for them, I would say, because Instacart has said that they are remaining committed to working with their grocery partners. They view themselves as the, the good guy and, and the, to, to groceries, uh, grocery stores and, and other companies that are buying their own groceries from wholesalers and, and competing with the grocery stores. Those are, you know, they consider the, the bad guys. But the thing is, a lot of the grocery executives and, and people I've talked to don't necessarily see it that way. They remain a little bit wary of Instacart and are unsure whether this is the right thing for them in the long term. Maybe it's better. These grocery companies feel like to just deal with customers themselves, kind of cut out Instacart and do their own grocery delivery. All right. Well, we'll see how these gig economy uh, jobs and companies really start changing now that things are heating back up uh, after the pandemic. Kellen Browning, tech reporter at the New York Times. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Is that your new Lexus RX? RX plug-in hybrid. So it runs all electric? Yeah, for short trips. 
and can switch to gas for long. Wow. What does your range anxiety therapist say? Dr. Feeney? Uh-huh. He says my RX cured me. No more range anxiety therapy. Nope. Well, you're an inspiration to us all. The best-selling Lexus RX lineup. Now with a plug-in hybrid. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.